everyone. Welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. This is Allison Schaefer, and I'll be your host for the next 10 to 15 minutes. Hey, you guys, this is it. This is the last episode of my human trafficking series. But wait, I will definitely visit it again because I don't want to leave you without hope. There's a lot of help out there, a lot of information that's coming out to help stop those traffickers. So we will revisit this, but for now, this is the last episode, and I'm going to share some goodies on here. So screw on those earbuds, slap on the headphones, and turn up the volume, because you're going to want to hear this power-packed episode. Let's go ahead and start with a quick review of episodes one and two, and what I talked about for human trafficking. It is never, never bad to repeat, repeat, and learn and keep this in your head because we want to work together to stop human trafficking. So episode one, I talked about how traffickers traffic and the types of trafficking. Quick review, I gave you three words about force, fraud, and coercion. Force is more of a violent way that um, the traffickers obtain control. They obtain their um, victims and control. So it could be um, beating the person, which is horrifying, or they um, kidnap them, throw them into a van, so they force them into the situation. Now, fraud, you guys, a little bit different. So fraud is more of lying to the person. So I'm going to give you a quick um, example, and I think I used this before, like that Romeo pimp, that really good-looking guy who is schmoozing this girl and telling her how wonderful she is and giving her lots of money, and she is smitten, falls head over heels in love and is like, hey, you know what? He's so in love with me. I know he's in love with me. He'd never do anything to hurt me. Well, guess what? He ends up being a pimp and he says, honey, here's the scoop. You need to sleep with one of my friends because we need some money. So that just one guy, we need a hundred dollars tonight. So do that for me because I love you and I know you love me. She ends up doing it. So she ends up doing it. Then it ends up being two guys, three guys. She is so far gone, which is very sad. And she has fallen for him and she will do anything. So that's our fraud. He has completely lied to her. And then our coercion. This one happens quite often and that's our threats. So coercion, they're going to use threats to keep you in the life, in the human trafficking life. So it's saying, hey, you know what, um, I'll use me, Allison, if you don't sleep with these five guys tonight and make $500, then I'm, I'm going to kill your son. So they're going to use threats, and it's brutal, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely brutal. Then I talked about types. This is, again, still episode one, talking about the different types of human trafficking. So I'm going to just put it into a few different categories, and it is sexual exploitation. So our sex trafficking, okay? And then we have forced labor, and that might be on the fields or um, in sweatshops, and again, using those the how, how using force or fraud or coercion to put these people in this position and then they are stuck in that forced labor situation and then there's organ harvesting wow you guys i just talked to my good friend um tammy 
Her husband lives in Nigeria. He's moving to Dubai, etc. Anyways, um, Amaka and I were talking and I was asking him about human trafficking and he gave me a scenario that just occurred in Nigeria and he said it's absolutely horrible there. And he said one of the senators over there needed a kidney for his daughter. So what that senator did, he went in search of a matching kidney in another young girl ended up taking the kidney out of that girl and put it in his daughter with no care about that other young girl. So the organ harvesting does happen. And then there's child soldiers, not so much near us, but um, over in the developing countries, there are child soldiers. Sadly, my friends, governments are also on board with child soldiers. So not a good situation that occurs. So moving on to episode two, quick review, was tips and protection. Please go back and listen to that one. But I'm going to share, because this I feel is super, super, super important, the most um, common signs of human trafficking, because it's not, again, it is not bad to repeat some of this information from before so you have it in your heads and you know moving forward it's like hey I remember uh, Allison Schaefer was talking about this so hopefully you will say that some of the most common mental behavioral or physical um, health signs of trafficking fearful anxious depressed submissive sleep deprived lacks health care is in poor physical condition appears malnourished Signs of physical abuse or confinement, signs of branding, tattoos, needs permission for simple decisions, such as going to the restroom, or there's signs of drug or alcohol abuse. And then the last one, you guys, is the most important one, avoids eye contact. And I repeated that one in my episode three when I had, I was interviewing Jeanette Jordy, avoids eye contact. If they are not looking at you and they're looking down and they don't have, they cannot discuss on their own accord, they can't communicate on their own accord, then that's a situation you need to be aware of. Never ever put yourself in harm's way. But again, just remember that number 1-888-373-7888. You can call that or if you know there's blatant trafficking, you call 911. Okay, the last thing I'm going to do for um, kind of a review, and I didn't really talk about this, is the transportation of trafficked victims. Because some people are under the misconception that um, it always has to be from one country to the next. It doesn't. And transportation, I know, actually, just recently, there's been, um, I believe... 40 people died in a truck, but this was actually a smuggling situation. I'm going to visit that again. But um, the transportation is going to be, you know what? They can fly them from country to country. They can take trains. They can put them in trucks. So being aware of those types of transportation of the victims. So visiting about the truck that I referred to before and I talked about smuggling. Sometimes people mix up smuggling and human trafficking. Remember smuggling just means that they're moving people from one 
place to the next. And it's not a, a trafficking situation. So trafficking is going to be for monetary gain. And the smuggling is they're just moving people from one place to the next. In other words, like right now, there's like from Mexico to the United States, there's a lot of smuggling that is occurring. But we'll visit that in a little bit because we're going to talk about the border in a second. So that's our quick review, a little bit longer than I anticipated. We're going to talk about some of the organizations that are available out there, you guys. There are a plethora. Google anti-human trafficking nonprofit organizations or organizations. You will see there is a plethora. Make sure you do your research to check if they are legit. Because if you want to donate time or donate money, you want to make sure it's on the up and up. Some of my favorite um, organizations that are out there, nonprofit organizations, Thorn, which was um, created by Ashton Kutcher years ago. He has a very big heart for stopping anti-human trafficking. So that's Thorn. The other one is Truffer, uh, spit it out, Schaefer, Truckers Against Trafficking. So Truckers Against Trafficking is amazing because um, truck stops, that actually was a hot spot for trafficking to occur. So now we have some people who have stepped up to stop the trafficking. Polaris Project actually was on the ground floor of helping develop organizations to stop anti-human trafficking. So Polaris Project. And then um, Phantom Rescue is an amazing one. And I used to read a story to my students that was from Phantom Rescue. So Phantom Rescue is um, a group of former FBI, Marines, Army, Special Ops. They kind of go in behind the scenes and they will um, get their victims out of the situation. Amazing nonprofit organization. And then one of my favorites, another one of my favorites is um, Operation Underground Railroad. So it's our, our, <laughs> O-U-R. So Operation Underground Railroad was developed by Tim Ballard. He used to be in law enforcement. He was on border. He was worked down at the border. So he has some great stories um, boy, he shares some of that border situation. He um, rolled out a video September 2021 about what really happens down at the border. Um, there are currently, there's 1,500, I think, people coming across at the border, and they are not being properly vetted, according to um, Tim Ballard. And sometimes kids are coming over unaccompanied, so traffickers get their hands on them and they are put out into the United States or moved somewhere else to be trafficked. So look up the border situation. It'll actually upset you some of the things that's going on down there. There needs to be um, a new, um, I don't know what I want to say. They have to put some more um, security measures in place down there. Moving along, my guys, I tell you, I get a little long-winded here. How are you going to help? How are you going to help? Besides knowing that phone number, there's some other things I want you to do. And I'm going to challenge you to do this. I want you to talk at least, talk to at least one or two people within the month or less time in two weeks about human trafficking. I want you to reach out. I want you to educate. You for sure educate your loved ones. You share. 
you share what's going on with human trafficking because we are all in this together. We need to help each other with it because it's getting worse and it'll get worse before it gets better. So share the information that you know with your loved ones, with your friends, with your family. Go back and listen to episode one and two and kind of reiterate some of the things that I talked about in episodes one and two. Um, volunteer and help at some of the anti-slavery um, organizations, nonprofit organizations, if you can volunteer your time or donate money because once a person becomes a survivor, they are going to need money. They will need money to survive in our world because our right now, what we have in place now, which is great, most of the nonprofit organizations, they follow through with the victim and they help them become a strong survivor. So then they give them money, they give them clothes, they help them establish a regular lifestyle. It takes a while, you guys. So please, I mean, you volunteer your time, Google your in your town, look around and see where nonprofit organizations are available. All right, that wraps it up for human trafficking, my human trafficking series, you guys. If you have questions, please leave them in the comment section. Make sure you subscribe. I will be hitting up the fentanyl crisis, what's going on. Um, I think it's October 12th. I will kick off that. Please make sure you take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves. Make it a great day. Always, always. Keep on learning and peace out.